1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Traders Rahap Up here. Hope you are all doing well. Thank you for joining us for a late night edition, which is what it's going to be like for Traders Canada as we do this for the first time alive, breaking down everything we saw in the premiere of Traders Canada. I am, of course, your host, the Sultan of Suspicions, the Duke of Deception, and the Archbishop of Assimilation. My name is Puya Zanvikili, and I'm very excited to be back over here on the Traders Rahap Up to talk some more. Traders, I'm pumped. And with me today is somebody who's going to be with me, the entirety of Traders Canada. And uh, I must ask him a couple of questions before we fully bring him on board. Um, Mr. Brian Scali, are you ready and willing to lie, deceive and connive your way into the Traders Rihapup? oh
0: hello hello i am i am i didn't tell you puya i am a medium and a psychic and i think that we're gonna have a pretty good podcast tonight is what i'm foreseeing well
1: uh, (laughs) if there's one thing i know about you you are now ready for
0: their virgin attempt (laughs) at murder
1: at murder virgin attempt at murder scally we (laughs) hear All right. All right. I'm down. I'm ready for the murder. This is very interesting. So a couple of things I want to say right out the gate for everybody, because I know this is going to be the number one question asked of, hey, how did you watch it? Where can I watch it? If you're looking to get involved, the number one word and clue I'll give you is Discord. Find your way into the Discord and blessings will be given to you. We'll be here every week while the episodes are airing on Mondays at 11 p.m. ready to go live. And of course, you can catch it in pod form later if you end up not watching it live that night that's number one number two scally first time in the history of traders for us now i believe where we're going to get one episode a week weekly and no batches so this is a very interesting way to break things down and talk about traders
0: Mm-hmm. It's exciting. I mean, the binge is fun where you immediately get that answer of who's murdered. But in terms of talking about this show, and ultimately I'm curious how for watching it, I'm excited for the week to week. I am excited to, you know, speculate, figure out who we think is going to be murdered, who is best to be murdered, and figure out all that. Break it down week by week rather than uh, you know, big batches.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's a stark contrast because the other ed- editions of the show aka UK, Australia, New Zealand, we would get two episodes to three episodes a week. You have that binge, you have that cycle and then you can talk about it after they're done. With the US, we had a whole different format where we basically got the season dumped on us on w- in one day and it was a mad scramble to finish everything and cover it all. So now we do one a week. We sit on it, we marinate on it, we speculate on it and then we get to next week. Now, of course, we're not going to be able to talk about this show without dipping into everybody there and i am very well aware that we're gonna have trouble with names out the gate so i did a little thingy okay spoilers incoming if you do not want to know who are the traders um this uh, for this season but we have ourselves a cheeky little graphic here that we will have alongside us to to you know reference anyone's names we need. Let's call it a little cheat sheets galley
0: Ooh, bold of people to show up not wanting to know who the traders are for the first episode but it's uh very exciting to get the <laughs> little uh spreadsheet here get everyone's names though i do think that the traders canada did a better job of introducing some of these newbies than maybe some other traders you uh versions
1: yeah i feel like there's a, only a few that i feel like i didn't learn or get to know at all. But everyone else, I feel like there was a decent amount of conversation, a decent amount of showing their faces, and at the very least, getting a couple of confessionals in
0: hmm. Because even, you know, there's uh, some reality stars that I am not fully aware of, didn't know them all coming in. And I feel like I have a good handle on most of them on most of the newbies. There's a couple people that are a little background, but I assume we'll get to know them later. And that's fine.
1: Yeah, I fully think we're going to be well acquainted with them. My first observation is the way they start the show. It's very and someone in my discord said this earlier. It's very desperate housewives narration. I was, and I definitely agreed with them. I'm getting that vibe. Are you Ooh, familiar I like with the Desperate oh, Housewives narration? Am I familiar? I mean, I'm
0: doing a very slow uh, rewatch at the moment, actually. Love yeah, that. Yeah, me and my sister will be like, we're trying to watch our girls. Yeah, we're watching the girls again. And I can totally <laughs> realize that the
1: narration is very similar. Yeah, so I definitely like that. I'm very, I was very keen. So here's the thing. One episode in, slower burn. But we see everyone start to get into the vans. We get some van chat as usual. Absolutely hilarious that Rick was like, hey, you look familiar. Why do I, why do I feel like I've seen you so Erica's like, I literally want Survivor, fam. Like, I want mm-hmm. Survivor. <laughs>
0: yeah Uh, i wasn't really in the final edit of the show all that much unfortunately but uh that's why i might look vaguely familiar
1: Yeah, you can't blame rick the temp here low-key you really cannot um what were some of the early standouts to you in the introductions that we got from people
0: Ooh, I really liked May. I feel like May was someone that I did not know personally. I had heard like one or maybe two messages of like, you don't know her but she's going to be fun. And that immediately was realized as she was talking about how she's a two-time MasterChef contestant, but no. like she's here Masters, and ready of, to play. Chefs, Masters, Masters of, of Chef
1: Scally. MasterChef.
0: Chef. My bad on that. <laughs> <laughs> Very different
1: yeah that was that killed me masters of chef was so so funny to me um i feel like of the reality tv people outside of the the quote known entities which to us are more no more known in kevin koozie erica miss fierce i feel like may was the one that stood out to me and then i feel like rick Of course, Mm -hmm. Rick the Temp, as uh, our Canadians will be uh, loving to see there. But the other five, I feel like kind of got a quiet bit of a quiet edit
0: a little quiet. I think we saw a little bit of Gerline. I feel like she got to talk about how people don't realize she's going to be so strategic and she's actually very business-minded. Mm-hmm. So, there's a little bit there with her, but not as loud as the people that we know already.
1: Yeah, I did enjoy that Mickey who was on Amazing Race Canada was like the one person from the reality folks that had a confessional and said, "Yeah, I was on Amazing Race Canada. I don't really think it's going to help here." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, I nope. like I like self-recognition. I'll take it
0: yeah if anything i mean you know i don't think he's coming in with a super big target with amazing race canada that might be the only way it might have helped him get cast otherwise i don't know if any uh it's going to be relevant otherwise
1: yeah i really did enjoy the build-up to the inevitable of course round table where they're going to pick traders out some of the standouts to me um were uh what's it called uh, Gerline mentioning that she's a business minded person and feels like that might not be seen. I was like, that's great. We love that. Um, I did enjoy May and this was a little bit later May saying that she wants to play it a little low key and come come off more aloof and unnecessary, like not necessarily like reading everything well. I like seeing people's strategies out the gate because we've literally at this point of the podcast, we have not seen a murder. We have not seen a banishment. So kind of knowing where everyone's mental is before the game even picks up, I'm very happy about
0: mm-hmm i did like getting to know their uh strategies early even if i'm questioning a little bit of them like i think that playing aloof is good but there was a lot of talk of like uh, i'm not going to contribute too much because i don't want my name to get brought up in return and it's like all right well if you're not contributing you're also uh not very helpful to keep around here yeah, so you gotta walk I the tightrope there's a balance
1: yeah you mm-hmm. absolutely have to, have to walk the tightrope now what was interesting to me is that kevin was mentioned by people continuously as a professional poker player over Big Brother Canada. Big Brother Canada did not come up for him. Now, I don't know if this gets cut in the editing room floor or they're just more aware of his poker prowess. But I did find that interesting because Mike, the magician, of course, the trader Mike, he said that at the beginning, he says that he sees Kevin as someone right up his alley because they kind of do similar stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, the thing for Kevin is if his... Uh, like reputation was solely off of big brother Canada. He's a comp guy. He's not necessarily. And like, you know, some of those comps are mental, but he's not necessarily like the person that you think of as the like master strategist. I think it's in him. And I think that it's like probably goes underrated. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think that being a professional poker player is where that really is exposed.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Do sign uh, co-sign with that. And then we saw Kevin kind of be a little bit up to some tricks, AKA, one on one and and grouping up with quite a few people this episode, which I love it. Get ahead of the game, but also and, and here's the thing actually, I actually was about to say, but also be careful. The fact is, I feel like Kevin comes in as one of the bigger targets, no matter how he starts the game. So he might as well go into overdrive immediately.
0: That's exactly it. I was going to ask you whether or not you like this from Kevin, but for me, I like it. I feel like he is, like you said, going to be a big target. His name is already coming up. Not that he knew that at the time, Uh, but Kevin, let's be honest, was not known for his social game on either of his big brother seasons. And so I think that he is coming already in at a disadvantage where he is probably the biggest target right off of the bat strategically and needs to like try to feel other people out while there are some people who are saying it's sketchy and he's making a couple enemies. He's probably losing those people whether or not he talks to them. Right. And at least he seems to have gained a couple people like a Rick.
1: Yeah, that's my thing is that I feel like he comes in already on a lot of people's shortlist for top people to be suspicious of regardless. So getting ahead of it, trying to take a couple of people in, trying to lock some things down is not necessarily a bad spot for him to be. And hell, this is my other argument for Kevin is that If he is a traitor, he ain't got to worry that much. If he's a faithful, he ain't got to worry that much. Because I feel like if you are looking suspicious, they'll just leave you for banishment. You'll probably be safe
0: hmm. No, I think that's a really good read. And I think that uh, hopefully he uses that to his advantage moving forward. I do think for Kevin as well, there probably is an element of like, well, I don't want to go home and just have not talked at all. So I think that Kevin wants to come in and actively play this game. And if he gets murdered, if he gets banished, then like, you know what? I had fun. I played this game really hard and like good for you guys.
1: Yes. So now we get to the traders deliberation interviews that were hosted, basically asking people on a one on one interview why they would be good to be a trader. And I found some of the answers very interesting. Basically, when asked about, hey, May, would you do you would you be good at lying? Would you lie in this game? No problem. Love that answer. That is a key answer for me. I do love, again, Rick being self-aware to say my it would be my biggest challenge to be a trader if I was to lie, like have to lie and do that stuff So like, yeah, but keep Rick away from being a trader because you the, the poor man will suffer. Don't do that to him.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I'm almost interested to see it to be like, is it the perfect cover? He says he has such a reputation of being honest and straight up. Mm-hmm. Would he that go far if he ultimately is able to pull it off even to just a slight degree? But I think he knows himself and he seems really not convinced that he can do anything.
1: Well, that's the biggest thing is that being someone who's deemed nice or trustworthy will work for you. If then you are a traitor, if your face doesn't give it away. If you're able to lie with a straight face, and I feel like that's going to be the biggest obstacle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
0: the thing. I feel like there are people uh, whose faces are already giving it away, and so if you <laughs> know that that is going to be a problem for you, I mean, even Kevin, who I think thinks is he thinks he is a like not uh, like he's an a he's a very good liar, uh, is saying like there's a bad energy. They already have a bad first impression of him, so going in as a traitor, like it's going to be even worse. Like he wants to be a faithful
1: yeah and um erica said i would be an a plus trader my question to you scally is do you agree with erica uh a plus is a high bar i mm-hmm. will say that's, that's
0: you know 97 or above i would say i think erica is going to be a very good trader i think that part of her game in uh, survivor was being able to like fall back under the radar, even when she popped up above uh, previously. So I think that there would be a pretty good uh, argument for Erica as a trader, you, you know, if you also include her strategy in there, because I do think she's very strategic, but uh, like I said, A plus very high bar. <laughs>
1: it's, it's you're saying I'm a hundred. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Although yeah. well, Laura does say in the chat, a plus in Canada is 90 and above. So technically it could be 90. Oh, okay all right a plus huh? erica i'll <laughs> give you that <laughs> oh my god so then we get to the round table where the uh, tradering, aka the ceremony where a trader is going to be picked begins and how many laps are we going to walk around these people before they get picked this oh was long oh my
0: God, the fake outs got me over and over. It's like, uh, Mm -hmm. like it's just for us. It's not for any of them. They don't know she's there. Um, So it was very entertaining, uh, but it really got my hopes up quite a few times.
1: Did we get two commercial breaks in the middle, in the middle of this? Because I feel like it might have happened.
0: Felt like seven. I truly was like and not complaining, but oh, my God, the anxious that I had felt like the anxiety was all time high.
1: So coming into this, did you have a prediction on who you thought was going to be a traitor? (sighs)
0: Uh, <sighs> you know, I thought that actually Kuzi had a pretty good shot. I thought that she was the right balance of like high enough profile, but not necessarily like Kevin or Erica, where they're the winner of their show. Um, and I don't know if ultimately like that's how I would be thinking in the house. But I was suspecting at least one of those three to be getting it as far as the newbies. Like, no, obviously <laughs> not. Uh, but you know, I, I was also wondering if like, could they resist making Kevin a treat?
1: So this was my my thought. Going in, I felt like Kuzi and Kevin were the two of the reality stars that I thought would get chosen. And I just didn't know what the third one was going to be. Um, so for me, Kuzi being there makes a lot of sense. Kevin not being there is interesting. Um, but I also feel like that might be the better spot for Kevin to be in for the long haul. I really do i agree
0: i think he knew and i think that he (laughs) asked for it and got what he wanted i wonder if he had come in more like guns blazing i want to be a traitor would they have ultimately given it to him uh i did we'll say i did want miss fierce delicious to ultimately be a Mm -hmm. traitor i think that would have been a ton of fun uh and so i really got my hopes up there but i think she's delivering either way so i'm not worried
1: so yeah so oh yeah i feel like What's interesting to me now is where we're getting to at the end of the episode, but we can hold on to that a little longer before we get in because there's still a little bit more here. But yeah, Cousy literally multiple times said, I've come here to be a trader to do the deception. That's what I'm here for. Um, What I did like, though, from this cast is I did see a lot of people that were very clearly hungry to be the traitor, which I think if you're hungry to be the traitor, that means you're hungry to play. If you're hungry to play, you're going to be trying to do stuff. You're trying to do stuff, whether you're wrong or right. That's a good season. Ready, waiting to happen for me.
0: Like I said, I feel like this newbie cast is like already giving. I'm very excited. I feel like there are characters here. There are game players here. And so uh, while I may not have like the best handle on every single one of them, I feel really good about them as a group.
1: I feel similarly as well. Now, let's talk about we we already have discussed Koozie. Let's talk about Mike and Melissa B. Because one of them. I would argue is going to be a good trader in Mike. I feel decently about Mike. um, And it doesn't have anything to do with his background of of being a magician and also performing in front of presenting in front of the CIA, which he has kept to himself, does not told anybody. But I feel like Mike Kuzi correctly clocks at the end of the episode that Mike is someone who could very easily just scathe by without anyone really thinking about him for a little bit.
0: I feel really good about Mike's ability to lie, to hide that he is a traitor. I'm Mm -hmm. a little worried about the strategy based on things we're getting at the end there of the episode. But uh, I think Mike has a lot of potential, especially working with someone like Kuzi.
1: Yes. Whereas we have Melissa B. Melissa B, who came into the to the manor and said, can I list this place? This is a good place. Can I list it? Melissa B is a realtor and apparently was so easy to catch from the round table on easy to catch
0: yeah i was disappointed i thought she was gonna be fun (laughs) now like she still could be fun but i think that people are going like there's an expiration date already on melissa and that's what i'm worried about
1: being fun and being good at the game don't necessarily have to go hand in hand you can be i'm actually really happy that melissa b is a trader and also potentially already sussed out because it opens a lot of avenues it means that the traders are going to get messy, which a trader stream role, not as fun as you'd imagine it to be. So Messi's good. If Melissa B gets banished, then a new recruiting can happen. That's exciting to me. That prospect could be interesting. So there's definitely a lot of avenues this could go. But it got really real for Melissa. Now, er, later in the episode, uh, we hear Kevin say this about her.
0: My grandma is home in Alberta and she knows that Melissa B is a trader so <laughs> uh like not the first name kevin brought up but i feel like it definitely becomes the hardest like he is 100 percent locked in he knows she's standing right next to me but like i'm gonna keep quiet for now and then once her name comes up like he's going to be pushing hard
1: yeah i definitely feel that way as well um I love that Fierce said I guilted everyone into not murdering me, so I'm going to be fine for the first night. It's like, I really hope you're right in that in that because <laughs> my god.
0: Me too. Uh yeah, guilt away because I want Fierce on the show as long as possible. Very excited for her inclusion here.
1: Right. Now, here's the let's talk about some of the other people which we have not really been talking about yet or been familiar with yet. Donna. Arguably Outside of the two traders, star of the newbies here, Donna. Donna is our psychic medium of the season. It almost feels like it's required casting now. If you're having a trader season, uh, bring in a psychic. Immediately, Donna's on a lot of radars right after the the, uh, trader's appointment
0: hmm i love donna i'm so excited <laughs> she's here <laughs> like i feel like you knew i would love donna uh, the thing is i always get nervous i feel like people uh are very wary of like a psychic and medium like whether or not they believe they think that other people might and might take her suspicions like you know completely for fact and i think with donna that might not necessarily be the case based on how she's coming off so far
1: listen i'm all for a psychic medium if i'm in the game until they say my name you yeah, get out after that whether i'm a faithful or a traitor you say my name i want you out so it's only a matter of time before someone's like donna who's your list of 3 and she lists 3 those 3 will vote her out regardless so donna's time might be might be short in this in this manner she could even be banished first it's possible uh-huh.
0: I do think it's possible. Her name has already come up and her reaction where she's just crying and pleading to the whole group that she just wants to be here. And she just wants to make it to the end with the faithful. I was like, yeah, Donna, I want you to, to make it to the end with the faithful.
1: She's going to be a delight to watch play. Um, Definitely a lot of mess possibility with Donna there. Uh, And then we do see Mike beginning to. So Mike initially said that Kevin's right up my alley. But then after the deliberation, did you see this the way I saw it? Where it felt like Mike was trying to plant seeds against Kevin?
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like Mike is taking what he sees to potentially be an early target, like an easy one, uh, and really throwing it there. Where I feel like Kevin is a good shield to keep around for a little while. I don't know why Mike feels like he should throw someone that he thinks he also might be able to connect with pretty well so early. uh, But. I see red flags.
1: Here's my thing. Early in the game as a trader, I think 100% the move is if someone looks smart or looks like they will figure stuff out, they're a good detective, you keep them in. Because either they're a good detective or they're a traitor. Like if they're doing too much, they're like, you need people like that in, especially if he works Kevin over to his side. Kevin doesn't say his name. He's fine to keep Kevin. He'll eventually get clipped potentially. He'll get banished if he survives too long. So for me, this was a mistake, but obviously it's the beginning. So it's not like he fully went in to push on on Kevin here. The other person we do see a little bit of whispering about is Colin, who we've not really met based on the preview at the end of the episode. Looks like he's going to be a bigger feature, but Kevin planted some Colin sus, and then Colin was planting some Kevin sus. I'm very excited for the Kevin versus Colin roundtable that's inevitably going to come in.
0: Mm-hmm. Assuming they both make it there, I think that Colin is going to be an interesting character. He talks about how being a bus driver makes him be very observant on like a regular basis every day. And the thing is, I don't know if he was looking around like a little too observantly yeah, because eyes people on the road, started Colin.
1: To- what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is this?
0: People started really throwing Colin's name around easy for this, uh, you know, initial sus.
1: Yeah, so Colin is involved in some way, shape or form. Then we did see a moment where Colin and Dom were talking. Dom, of course, from from uh, Game of Homes, as you know, Uh, they were talking about trying to figure out whether it would be two guys and a girl or two girls and a guy on the trying to meta study the game. I don't think that's going to help you all any.
0: No, I mean, like maybe once a trader gets banished, you can start metagaming it, you know, once it's like, all right, well, we know that like one man has already been eliminated. So chances are we should go start (laughs) going for, you know, like then is where you can start metagaming, I think, or like celebrity versus not celebrity. But right now, like you're clueless. There's no information you could be going.
1: Yeah. So the first whispers of Melissa B getting sussed out that we got was when Kevin and Mary were on the bench and Mary observed that. Melissa B had wet eyes when the blindfold came off. Like, was she in tears? No.
0: Mm, yeah. Guess, was she just like cheesing so hard when the blindfold was on that she was uh, welling up?
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing is that uh, later on, Mike brings up that you are a very high energy person and your energy was different when the blindfold came off. So she must've been very positive, And then the blindfold came off and she's a lot more somber and that could definitely do something. It's literally impossible in moments like that for me, because I feel like if you are too cheery, you're a little too happy. But if you're somber, it's like, well, you're not keeping the same energy all the way through. So it's kind of could be a lose-lose. It just depends on who's looking at you at what time, really.
0: Yeah. I think that you kind of have to be very obvious for people to get this good of a read. I think often it's just like confirmation bias that people are looking at. They're like, Oh, you see that person was holding their hands. That was really suspicious. (laughs) Like, okay, sure. Like whatever you have to say to convince yourself on this first vote. Uh, It just so happens with Melissa that it seemed like she was falling apart, like uh, to a very large degree that everyone noticed.
1: like I'm a, I'm a person. Sometimes my hands do get clammy. And if I was, in the traders and i had clammy hands i think i get sussed on for that and it's like well no i'm a faithful i just be getting clammy sometimes
0: is everyone touching your clammy hams right after this election like no but if it's
1: like if it's i guess if it's like glistening if it's a little shiny then they might be like hmm clammy
0: these people are looking at much more than i would be (laughs) so i'd be a bad faithful (laughs) Uh.
1: but you would be great tv you would be the donna I'd be a good trader,
0: <laughs> or so. that—that's
1: the other alternative.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, see, hands uh, in the yeah.
1: pocket—I feel like can also
0: be suspicious. Mm. You got to go in with hands in the pocket if you know you got clammy hands. Is the yeah. strategy?
1: What I've <laughs> been told, this is observation. Uh, Liana has made is that um, I have a tendency of when I'm not happy or if I'm a little sad, I put my hood up. So I'm like mm-hmm. that. Even in that moment, if I'm not like, trying to like turtle up, it's again. These little cues, these little cues. You got to study people.
0: Oh, good to know, good to know. Put that in my back pocket. That, when uh, are you like-
1: ever going to use that? I put my hood up, I'm um. like, oh, he's sad. <laughs> 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 Better text him. Uh. <laughs> But uh yeah, I think that
0: there are people who uh know very well to take things like that and save that for later. Not necessarily to go ahead and target Melissa like immediately right off the bat. I mean, that's something where like Kevin and Kuzi are talking. Kevin's like, well, everyone's voting Colin, and kuzi's like, I really don't suspect him. It's like, I don't care if we suspect him. (laughs) Like, just vote him out. Who cares? Yeah.
1: Well, um, we are about to enter a segment which I'm going to fondly moving forward call Peridium's Pantry where we walk in and we talk about the challenge for the episode. As you all may know, Peridium's favorite part of the show is the challenges. Don't bring it up with me at Peridium. Um, but it's time for Peridium's Pantry. Let's talk about the challenge, Scally, because usually the challenges, and, and this is not necessarily a universal opinion, but I think it's a, it's a lot of people are on the same page where the challenges aren't really what you're here for with the traders. They're just a part of the show that you're going to experience. That being said, We've seen iterations of this challenge on the other formats but I like this one more than the other formats.
0: Yeah, I mean this one had fierce running and full drag. So <laughs> like ultimately better. Already up.
1: <laughs> yeah. So they the challenge begins it's in a quarry. There is treasure to be found, $20,000 in gold that they need to find. But the way they're ha- going to have to find that is to blow the quarry up. They have to go get um, the first, they had to, you know, get these wires, and they had to put the correct color wires in the correct boxes that were being set up. But additionally, some equipment was left on the very tip top of this hill thing that they had to run up to a kilometer, Scally. You have no idea how happy I am that we're using kilometers. Oh, bye bye <laughs> miles! It's kilometer season. Woo, love it. So a kilometer there, a kilometer back. They had to get the detonator and some of the other equipment that was up there. They have, what, 30 minutes to get this done? So they had to decide who are the fastest people amongst them that were going to take part in the running portion, whereas the rest had to, you know, lug rocks over and pick all the wires out and get the color coordination going. And this was, again, it's because I think we haven't seen any view like this, because every other traders, they're kind of in, you know, greenery. And this was in a quarry. So I feel like just the location alone being different, I liked. Which also, let's add, uh, Traders Canada was filmed in Quebec. Was filmed in Canada. No Scotland here. We're in in Canada.
0: Yeah, I thought it was really pretty. I thought, like, the setting and also the explosion, like, eat your heart out the challenge. I think this is what they're aiming for and don't (laughs) succeed every time. Uh, (laughs) Like, uh, it was fun. I enjoyed myself more than I enjoy most other Traders challenges. So... Uh, It was enjoyable. I also like the aspect that they asked the eight people to just step aside and volunteer themselves rather than having the group decide, because I think that puts like a little bit more of like a situation where are you not performing well and you or you you didn't volunteer and people are now looking at you weird for that. So I think that that choice was a good one.
1: Yeah, part of me felt like if I was there, I think this is a trick. We shouldn't put all of our eight runners in a group because what if they flip it and say, well, good that we know, but you're not the ones running. You're the ones lugging here. The rest of you are running. I would have said, let's do four and four. But then if I was wrong, I look like the dummy who, who cost us. So maybe I just keep my mouth shut. Yeah, when we
0: started with like, oh, I'm so forgetful. I can't remember. I was like, I thought we were going to say like, I can't remember which side I told the runners to go to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it was divided like eight by instead eight and twelve rather than like ten and ten, I was like, oh, maybe not. So that's the only reason why I wasn't as suspicious. But I think it was a interesting wrinkle that could have been thrown in there.
1: No matching tracksuits. No, look at that! I didn't even think about it. Yeah, no matching tracksuits. Which I can't decide if I loved or not hated, but I don't know because I kind of missed it. I feel like I've gotten used to it being a part of the the traders, but I think I'll live.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, if you got a cut budget somewhere, I guess that's one place that could go. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I feel like I usually make fun of them, but now I kind of miss it.
1: Yeah, well, maybe it's because they weren't in teams. So potentially we get a half and half in tracksuits next episode. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe the shipping was delayed. (laughs) Yeah. The Amazon prime wasn't priming fast enough. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So we did have, so as you can imagine, the challenge kind of just slides by nothing much to report until the detonator is picked up. So they, as Kevin described, they put all the muscle behind the getting the detonator and uh Trayvon Kevin Leroy and was it who was the fourth person mm, Mickey okay let's go with Mickey the four of them <laughs> Yeah, it was definitely Mickey yeah okay so the four of them go to get the the detonator they get it on the way back Trayvon's clearly struggling with with the uh cardio portion and the lugging so Trayvon takes his hand off the detonator kind of walks along runs alongside everybody and then literally collapses like two three feet away from the end point and they give us this overhead drone shot before going to commercial I thought this wasn't necessary the overhead drone shot was not necessary he's fine we find out that he's asthmatic so that was the reason why he struggled here
0: hmm for people to be like i'm glad he's okay but also why did you put yourself in that position i was like <laughs> oh my god let him stay, get off the ground first
1: <laughs> yeah the, the dust didn't settle quite, quite uh, fast enough before that was put out there um trayvon good to note that um works in public relations but has told everybody that he's a restaurant server so as to not have mm. suspicions on him what are your thoughts on that uh,
0: I mean, is public relations like the job that you're going to really suss out at the beginning on the traders? Is that like the biggest red flag for you? I don't know. Uh, I think it's a short enough game where it's probably easier to keep up a story like that. So I don't hate it, but mm. I think it's kind of unnecessary.
1: I think you're fine. Yeah, But they already had the drone. Yeah, well, they when in drone, use it, I guess. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Exactly. Yeah. They The explosion was lovely. I agree with you. I thought that was a great shot. 20 K Locked in. So already they've got a fifth of the prize pool, which is great. I look forward to the inevitable final episode where they make up whatever amount they missed throughout the season in the final mission.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's funny because I'm coming just off of New Zealand where it's like, all right, do all of this for 35 cents to be added to the pot. So uh, (laughs) nice 20K to start out quick was very nice.
1: Yeah. Having watched the other shows, especially New Zealand, New Zealand's final prize was 70,000. So Every challenge was worth 3K, 4K. It was like little bits and bobs to uh, make up. So then let's talk about post-challenge because this is where people start talking and we start to get a little bit more about the rest of the people's thoughts so this is where colin tells people he doesn't trust kevin and that kevin he's a poker player he does all this stuff like he's gonna be good at this then mary who i genuinely thought the one-on-one with mary and kevin was good mary sells him out and then says that yeah he was talking to me about stuff then crystal literally everyone in that group clocked kevin one-on-one with them which was not great ideal
0: It was a betrayal, but messy Mary was winning me over as well. Like love Kevin, but like, yes, Mary, make mess, please. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then, so Rick clocks him. It's important to note that Rick clocks Kevin. Uh, We then see Kevin tell us that his top two allies are Kuzi and Erica. And I think this is a good place to stop and go back to the early bit where we did see the three of them talk and say that they're going to work together. I think this is genius from all three involved because If you come in and you see each other, immediately you should clock. Listen, one of us is probably going to be the trader. Let's lock it up. Because if I'm not a trader and they're a trader, they'll keep me safe. And this person might keep me safe. I think both Erica and Kevin had to have thought that when they made this trio. And for Koozie, it's good to have numbers. Don't matter. Yeah, let's sign up.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I assume they all came in here with the same thought that like, at least one of us is probably going to be just like we went into this episode thinking. So uh, really benefits them both from a numbers perspective, and also just like from a uh, not getting murdered perspective (laughs) to have someone in that room, uh, who was pushing for like pulling for them. So I think it was a really good move. And I actually really liked I feel like on a bunch of these iterations there have been like you know some celebrities thrown in there and i think they're often working together and we don't see it like shown on the screen so i liked getting the reality tv stars like making it a part of the episode rather than hiding it and treating us like we're a little dumb
1: yeah no i did appreciate that 100 as well um koozie then this is koozie and kevin talking one-on-one And Kuzi says, you know, everyone's talking about Colin, but I don't really think it's him. Like, Kuzi, why? Just say you think it's him. Just throw him. Throw throw him under his own uh, job transportation vehicle. Throw him under the bus. Mm -hmm. Do it. Yeah, I'm
0: wondering. (laughs) to see if Kuzi will ultimately become uh like if she was always going to be okay with just voting out someone regardless of suspicion or if she's going to become okay with that uh because like kevin says like it doesn't matter like if we voted a traitor they'll replace them so who cares uh just vote (laughs) out someone and if people are saying his name that's not me
1: well i i did just realize this after the sentence left my mouth that at this point they still didn't know who the other traitors were so maybe You're not trying to throw out another trader out the gate and then it gets back to them and then you see them in the tower and it's all awkward. So I guess that's actually a good emergent strategy, Scally. If someone's not throwing names out or is like denying or being like safe in the middle, then they could be a trader because they don't know who the other traders are yet.
0: Ooh, you're thinking they're too worried to make an enemy of their fellow trader. Yeah, that's a good
1: uh, little tell that might be out there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's going to be people that are going to be playing it a lot more passive and aloof. So that might not make you seem suspicious, but I guess it depends on who you're talking to. Um, yeah. yeah. So then ultimately, Mike also has, you know, Mike brings up Melissa B. Uh, Mike mentions Melissa B. And then this is when Rick shows up and Rick tells Kevin, that others are saying Kevin's name. And I am here for Rick being the rat floater. I'm so here for this. I'm so excited about this. I
0: think Rick's going to be fun. I think he's a personality. I think he's probably going to be a little too trusting, which might hurt (laughs) him in the game. Uh, But that's fun for me. Like, I'm going to enjoy it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I think this is going to be good. So Kevin kind of getting this notice, I enjoy because his response to it was glorious. He said, Well, if that's intimidating, then so be it. I'm here to play. I was like, love that. That is great. Because the other option is to go on the defense. Like, no, I'm actually am a faithful. And that never really pans out all that much. So.
0: Yeah, I feel like the thing is that a lot of people's names are getting thrown around at this point. And for Kevin, not hearing that his name is getting thrown around is almost more suspicious. Because it's like, well, it definitely is getting thrown around. Why aren't my allies telling me this? So having someone (laughs) ultimately come and tell him, it's like, all right, I can trust Rick. Good.
1: Which, again, that's a good allyship that I would like to see here. Meanwhile, we have Colin taking Donna to the side, your two favorites. And Colin tells Donna, your name is coming up you better do so you better get ahead of it do something about it now and this is where she's in tears and telling everyone she just wants to win with the faithfuls at the end
0: you know what donna like if the faithfuls are gonna win i hope donna's there winning with those faithfuls (laughs) (laughs) set up the storyline now donna (laughs) the donna arc
1: if a psychic medium can get past episode four color me impressed like straight Ooh, up because yeah, honestly it's a tough r- a it's a tough job maybe she should have said i was a server at a restaurant like maybe that's the move
0: Oh, yeah. The problem is uh, I think most of the psychic mediums that they have cast on the show love telling people that they are psychic mediums. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think that is probably a hard one to uh, to hide uh, when you are so proud of it. And I think that ultimately it's like, how is she going to be justifying her reads if she is going to be uh, mostly relying on
1: Mm them? So we get to this is we get closer to the end of the episode here. This is when the traitors are sworn in as traitors. Are you willing to lie, deceive and connive your way into the traitors? Yes. Perfect. Get the hood. That's when they're sad. You saw the, the hood went up. They're all sad, Scally. That's the key. That's the tell. Mm. Um, so they get to the uh, Trader's Corners, Trader's Tower, whatever iteration depends, whatever you want to say, call it that. And Kuzi and... um, Sorry, Kuzi and Mike are the first two in there. And Mike said Kuzi was the last person he expected, he suspected to see there. That's error number one to me, Mike. I don't know how you would have put Kuzi last on your list here.
0: Yeah, I mean, great social game from Kuzi. Great lying for the day. (laughs) Like That is ultimately a big endorsement for how she played this first day. Uh, But yeah, I would have suspected that Kuzi is a very
1: likely trader's choice. I found it interesting that Kuzi's prediction of who was going to be a trader was Mel and Kevin. So that was funny to me. Because especially because Kevin was very vocal about Mel being one, I was like, "Why would you think that?" But I was with her because I had Kevin and Kuzi being the two of the three when I predicted a preseason. So on the same page, her and I. And then comes Melissa, and this was so funny because they both basically tell Melissa, "Hey, your name's coming up." And then Melissa's like, "So wait, I didn't hear your name. Your name, like, yeah, we heard your name twice. Like, your name is out there."
0: Yeah, not ideal. I mean, it's really funny when she takes her hood off and they're like, we totally knew it was you. And she's like, yeah, I also clocked you, Koozie. Totally knew. <laughs> I'm Sure you did.
1: <laughs> they ultimately talk about what they want to do for murder and they pretty much land on they would like to get a heavy hitter out. What are your thoughts on this plan on getting a heavy hitter out for the first kill?
0: I just don't really get why. I mean, if you get someone who is like pretty good socially, but not like a really big heavy hitter socially, but not necessarily strategically or personality wise, I can get that. But saying that you were trying to get like the biggest target out like right away, I feel like that is a big miscalculation because they are so much more likely to get voted out than many of these people who are hanging back and quieter. So I am very suspicious (laughs) on the strategy to uh, take out a heavy hitter immediately.
1: Yeah, so let's talk about the um, the targets that they've put out here, because I think there's quite a few directions this could go. And I would love to find out what we're going to land on as a podcast as to who is going to be the um, first murder of the season, which is going to break my heart, I think, no matter how you look at it.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm going to be sad. I don't want any of these people to go yet. I, you know, was like sad not to have an elimination this episode, but also like, phew, they all make it to the next episode. (laughs) I get to watch them again.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the thing for me is I feel like I'm getting to wait and, you know, not have them gone yet. But the fact that they'll be gone at the start of the next episode already is a sad idea to think about. So I'm not quite ready for when that moment presents itself. All right, so here we have a updated graphics galley with the four targets that we saw mentioned at the end of the episode. And my reads on this, we have Erica, Kevin, Miss Fierce, and May mentioned. I feel like Kevin is not going to be murdered. I feel like Kevin is not going to be murdered. There's no shot at all. The thing that I'm worried about is the other three more than Kevin.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was like, all right, name all my faves. Why
1: don't you? I'm really not I happy I know. With this. <laughs> just throw wick <laughs> in yeah. there while you're at it. Might as well. Like, <sighs> uh, It was
0: devastating. I was like, all right, can you just name someone that I'm not interested in, please? Like, let's get an option on the board that I would be okay with. Uh, so I think that this is going to be pretty heartbreaking, no matter what direction this goes in. Mm-hmm. I do agree. I think Kevin is the least likely. It seemed like that was... Mike's preference but I don't know that that's ultimately where they're going to land
1: so yeah Mike seemed like he mentioned uh, Kevin as a preference and then when Mike brought up that he had a one-on-one with Kevin and Kevin wanted to align with him Kuzi seemed like she was shook upon hearing this information but I have to imagine she knows that Kevin's going to ride with me and Erica over anybody else so I think Mm -hmm. she protects Kevin or at least pushes back a little bit and says Kevin will get caught if you're talking about it I'm talking about it You're talking about it. Everyone knows that he's talking to people. He'll get uh, voted out in some way, shape or form because that's literally what uh, was said about May. When May gets brought up, Melissa says, I'm confident she'll get herself in trouble. I don't think we should vote. uh, We should murder her. And I thought, interesting, that could be May's stay of execution, which would leave Miss Fierce and Erica. Now, I know a lot of people think that Kuzi will protect the two of them. But how many names can Koozie put her like life on the line for? If she starts pushing back on too many, that's not good. And given that there's four people here, she might have to let one go. Now, if we're going to look at it from, from editing perspective, and we don't like reading edits too much, but I'm only going to go based off what we saw in this episode. I feel like Erica should have way more of a presence given her recognition as a survivor winner. The fact that it's not there makes me worried that we're going to have Erica plucked out immediately here start of episode two yeah
0: erica went a little purple on this show too right? unfortunately i agree uh i unfortunately do think it's gonna be erica yeah first
1: murder that's I where think i'm so feeling
0: I think it's a big mistake for Kuzi to let it happen even this mm-hmm. early. I think that, like we said, uh, the Erica, Kevin, and Kuzi trio were like prime suspects to be a traitor ultimately. And letting the like top suspect on the reality TV female side go home is only going to make that target on Kuzi larger, uh, especially once she is confirmed to be <laughs> a faithful. Uh, so I think that Kuzi would be uh, making a mistake to let Erica go here.
1: The other thing I can see. Like I said earlier, Miss Fierce had a confessional where she said, I've convinced everybody they'll feel guilty if they murder me. I think I'm safe. We did see that confessional, Scally. Could that confessional be opposite? of what's going to happen
0: it could be like foreshadowing i would be so sad (laughs) yeah that would be devastating for me i would really really hate it and the thing is i don't even think it's that bad of a move because i think that she is someone who is a big personality but Mm -hmm. not necessarily going to be massively suspicious moving forward i know that you talked about how she was a bio major in college and secretly really smart but i don't think that people are going to be super threatened by fierce on the show as a traitor so i think that uh that might be if you're looking for big impact where you might want to go
1: yeah especially if Kuzi ends up wanting to protect both erica and kevin i could see miss fierce being the one getting taken out as the uh other option may is still not out the woods but again given that the talk was may could get herself in trouble which i'm like this is weird because i've literally seen may do nothing so and may said i'm playing it aloof so how is may playing it aloof putting her on the target list i don't know i don't know so we'll see we'll see where that shakes out moving forward if Anyone in the chat right now, we are live, of course. If you have any questions, please put them in the chat. We'll pull up a couple uh, before we wrap completely up here. But yes, I think moving into next week, Scali, we have a prediction for one of the two that's going to get murdered. It'd be so funny if we are wrong on both accounts and it's someone else. The second question I have is, who do you think is going to be the first banished this season? Ooh,
0: it feels like we are really gearing up for Kevin versus Colin. I. It's really tough because I think that Colin might be getting his uh, big episode before he goes home next week.
1: I could see that. I could see a Colin visibility more spike and then out because I feel like he still got a, we saw a lot of him, but not a lot of him directly. It was kind of like almost B-roll-ish where we're panning over and he's talking to somebody Then we're panning over. He's talking in a group, but we're not getting like a big, big push there um, on them. All right. We got a couple questions coming in if koozie had to choose between erica and kevin who would she choose let's say she has to cut one of them who's she cutting i think she's
0: cutting erica i feel like kevin is going to be a uh bigger asset they have the big brother canada like alliance in there as well i think that he is like probably more trustworthy like i feel like they're more likely to have met than erica i think Mm -hmm. erica like might snake koozie later in the game uh so uh, i do think while erica is a very valuable target to leave around uh kevin provides that uh, and also i think is a little bit of
1: a better ally and i feel like because of kevin's hyperactivity already in the game he's more likely to either slip up Get caught up, get suspected. Whereas if Erica's not immediately being looked at, I think she can go into hiding and just survive for a long time. So it would make sense if they're going, if they're trying to go for a big name, to immediately go for Erica would make sense there, as opposed to Kevin, who would be again better for her game because he'll do more. Mm -hmm. All right, we got another question here. Who would you like to see as a recruit later in the game? All right, Scally, Melissa B's time in the house could be wrapping up real quick. (laughs) If she's being suspected like this, she could be out first banishment, second banishment, either or. So let's say Melissa B is gone. They're going to recruit a person. You get one choice. Your absolute one pick. Who are you picking?
0: Donna, (laughs) um, no, I'm trying to figure (laughs) out Uh, that would be fun though. (laughs) Later in the game. Uh, I don't know. I think someone who would be pretty deadly and also very entertaining. I mean, we've talked a lot about, uh, some of our faves here, but I think that, uh, may could be pretty good.
1: Yeah, I could, I would like this. I think may would be a fun choice. I think miss fierce would be a fun choice um i would love to see more from the from the civilians i've not really got gotten to meet i feel like there's potential for mary to be good mess as a trader that would be a fun choice as well um and obviously kevin would be like well suited for the role i think he'd be like he's like a chalk pick if you're trying to go for like all right best candidate i'm a trader i'm trying to bring someone in bring him in because he'll be good asset but also he'll get sussed so that's good for you Mm -hmm. if they get him out as opposed to you
0: yeah if i was betting on someone to convert like half of a game as a faithful and then half of a game as a trader after they've built up all that goodwill as being an Mm -hmm. obvious faithful into a win it'd be kevin i think he would know how to play that very well
1: yeah all right let's get a couple last couple questions before we wrap up here how'd you feel about the host scally
0: I love her. I think she's serving. I'm obsessed. <laughs> yeah, I'm very <laughs> excited. Uh jumped up my Traders host rankings already. I don't know where she's falling yet. Uh but I thought she was very fun. What do you think?
1: I feel like she's a great narrator. I feel like she's got the the voice for it. I definitely felt like if you close your eyes you're listening to an audiobook, like a murder mystery. So I was into that. I will I want to see more of her personality, but I feel like just off the little bit we saw in this episode, I think we are getting we're getting someone who's going to get really into it, which I'm very happy about Uh, where Mm -hmm. there is. Cause like my thing is, for example, when I, when I've ranked them, I've put the host from New Zealand last I've put um, Alan third because they're good narrators, but there's not personality. They're playing a character and I want you to play you, but then you do the narration a little bit, a little twist. So I think she's going to be more in that role as like either way.
0: I agree. That's the thing is, I feel like she comes off like she cares about what's going on and also is like having fun with it, but not in an inauthentic way to me yet. I don't think Mm -hmm. that she's over the top. She is not like putting me off in that way. So I'm very happy with her so far.
1: Yeah. And final question we've got here. Based on the previews, do you think we're in for a season of very similar challenges as compared to the other versions of the traders? Well... Hmm. Given that we saw a coffin <laughs> and we saw a, a line of, of people in masks, I feel like and and the fact that this episode, the premiere, it was very similar to the light the centaur thing on fire. I feel like, yes, we're going to have very similar ones. I would hope we see a couple different ones, but I think it's going to be very samey.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's just ultimately easier to do for them to not have to come up with it in their first season like if we get a season two then we'll start hiring people to come up with challenges but uh let's take the you know let's replay the hits Mm -hmm. for these first (laughs) couple at least it's a different location so we'll get it looks different different, which
1: is all like i that's all i can ask for i'm happy about that Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so uh you know maybe it'll be a refreshed version of what we've seen
1: yeah, and, uh, you know, we have seen Traders New Zealand, their first season. They definitely had some some uh, different challenges of their own that they came up with, but we just have to wait and see. After one episode, it's still too hard to tell, I think. But moving forward, who knows? The road is open and a lot could go down. All right, Scaly. I think this is where we wrap up for episode one. Good run here. We'll be back, obviously, next week. Same time, 11.15 p.m going live to talk about episode two. Again, if you are looking for ways to watch this show, if you're in Canada, it's on CTV, you're sorted. If you're not in Canada, find a way to watch CTV, you're sorted. If you want to go into the Discord, you can also watch it there. You're sorted, ready to go. Uh, But yeah, thanks for hanging out with us and thanks for listening. Scally, let the people know where can they find you? What are the projects you have going on right now.
0: Ooh, people can find me on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally on Twitch playing Pokemon at the moment at twitch.tv slash also covering uh, this season of the Challenge USA, soon to be Challenge 39, over on the Dom and Colin podcast, and has been lucky enough to guest with you on the 90 Day Fiance podcast this week, part two of the tell-all, wrapping up a very fun season, as well as talking about the Devil's Plan over on Nothing But Netflix with Rob and Chappelle, so people should check that out if they're a big reality TV fan. I think you'll enjoy that as well.
1: Look at you talking about all these incredible shows yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been an absolute delight. This is our the for those who don't know, this is our second podcast together today. We recorded ninety earlier. Um, absolute delight to hang out with Scally always, and I'm very excited for our journey here on Traders Canada this season. Of course, y'all can find me on Twitter at puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv/puya. That's where I am when I am not podcasting. So come through and say hi. Always appreciate it. And uh, like Scally said, we did ninety day this week. There'll be no ninety day the other way. That'll be next week. And then Mass Singer is back. Leon and I are talking about the goofiest show on TV, Mass Singer. Check that out. And if you're still watching Big Brother, we were both on the recap for Sunday night's episode. And I'll be talking Big Brother Friday mornings when you get there to see what the live feeds are saying. And before everyone starts leaving, just one last thing, folks. If you could please leave a rating and review for this podcast, it'll allow people to find the podcast this uh, podcast uh, feed is still very new. Uh, this started, obviously, with Traders AU Season 2 and Traders New Zealand and with Canada coming, US and UK on their way with their second seasons. Every rating counts, and I would appreciate your five stars. Of course, you can do so over on robeswebsite.com slash traders. That's robeswebsite.com slash T-R-A-I-T-O-R-S. We hope you had fun with us here in Traders Tower. We'll be back with you next week for Episode 2, but until then, take care.